This is a Fate 52 production, All Rights Reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. A penny for your thoughts. I am sure you have heard this very basic idiom. Maybe not just heard it, but also used it. And that's why I may sound a little extra to you. I don't think I have used it. Here's my basic story. English is not my first language. And even though I have been in this country for more than 20 years, uh, there are some things that I am just learning or feel weird to me because I do a literal translation in my head first and it feels a little extra weird in my heart. <laughs> yes, like a penny for your thoughts. I mean, I know that people use this phrase figuratively to ask someone what they're thinking or encourage them to share their opinions or feelings. But my basic thought is, wait, what? Are you saying that my thoughts are worth just a penny? Like one cent? Like not much worth for what I'm thinking? <laughs> I know, right? It's a curious paradox, kind of funny, because here's the thing. A penny can actually be worth 0.34 cents in an uncirculated mint condition. I did a little basic research. A 2023 penny, it's made out of 97.5% zinc and 2.5% copper. So yes, not even pennies are made as good as at the beginning of creation. <laughs> Sound familiar? In the beginning, God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters, he called them seas. And God saw that it was good. Genesis 1, 9-10. Yeah, nothing is like it was. But going back to my basic story in research, I found an Indian scent from 1888. It's going for the highest wholesale bid at $4,750. So a penny for your thoughts on that, hmm? Isn't that crazy? They can range from 34 cents to $5. I mean, $5 will get you a hot dog and a drink at a gas station. So now you see me picking up pennies and looking at them to see their value. I might be carrying, you know, $100 in my purse <laughs> in just one penny. But seriously, how many times have you stepped on them? Walk by them or leave a penny in the tip yard because it's just a penny. Here's the thing. What if we gather all the pennies? What if we think of certain people as pennies? 
Well, one person did. But before I tell you about my new and super sweet friend, let me ask you, how do you feel about homeless people? Don't be extra. Let's just be honest. Here's my extra story. For the most part, I grew up in the teaching of stay away from them. They are dirty, drug addicts, crazy people, and just plain bad people. I do have to say, I rarely saw a homeless person in Mexico growing up, at least not in the area where I used to live. So the times we saw one, my parents and especially my grandmothers will make sure not to get near them. And for some reason, I didn't even question myself about that. It was until we moved to United States, especially in the side of town where we used to live, we saw a lot of homeless people. That was new to us. Too many. So that kind of became normal as we learned the things of this new country. Yet, I did not question myself about why were they there under the freeway and sometimes just asking for money and other times just sleeping. It wasn't until I met a man during a networking lunch, David Beagle. He was the director of Impact Houston, a nonprofit organization that cares for homeless people. David is now rejoicing and taking care of people in heaven. But he invited me once to come and serve food. He showed me the facilities and gave me the stats that opened my eyes to a world I had no idea existed. I learned that homeless people were broken people. I heard stories of great men that served and fought for our country, came back and suffered from PTSD, and got no help. From people that suffered some kind of abuse from their parents or relatives that felt the streets were safer than their own homes. People with mental issues, women trying to escape from abusive relationships, and the list goes on and on. No one chooses to be homeless. There's always something broken that needs to be repaired. By the way, recently, I started to read Running on Empty by Johnny's Webb, a book that explains in a very basic way how to put our feelings into words, find the root cause of our traumas and behaviors, and gives us gives us the tools to find healing. I strongly recommend you give it a read. Oh my goodness, it's life-changing. As a side note, everyone that my husband and I have recommended to read this book have mentioned how helpful it's been, especially if you're a parent. You don't want to mess up those kids. I will place a link in the show notes so you can get your own copy. Okay. So, yes, after learning all that, my way to see a homeless person has radically changed. I see them with compassion, curiosity, and respect. Here's the extra thing. My friend, Cody Neely, has a much bigger story. Cody is in her early 20s, and she is the CEO of Grace Ministries. She began her ministry at age of seven. She has written a book and set in place a ministry to help homeless people. 
I was blown away with her story. But more than that, with her action. Talk about a way to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him. Cody is a clear example of what it means to be a Christ follower. Cody came to my So Basic Thursday talk um, and share about her ministry and invited us, all of us, to pick up a penny, give a penny, and shine like one. Yes, because after listening to her, I felt like a shiny penny. I felt empowered to step up and help. I used to think that what does my little help can do? But what about a bunch of us can do? That's it. Much like gathering pennies. She talked about the curious paradox of the value of the penny. How we often ignore the value of a single penny, dismissing it as inconsequential in much the same way we tend to look away from struggles of homeless individuals, passing them by as if they were pennies. Thankfully, she has listened to what God has said her to do, bring value to the homeless through her ministry She's doing amazing things, but don't let me tell you about it. Listen to her own words right here. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to my basic Thursday talk. And as Gary here, if we haven't met yet, I'm just a basic girl with a little extra. I just want to share Jesus and how we can um, find purpose and inspiration on go out there and make disciples of all nations as he called us to do. So today I have an amazing guest. I am super excited about to learn and hear about her ministry. It's very, very special. Um, you know, it's to me, it's very empowering because I didn't start doing ministry until I was in my late thirties. And um, I feel like this is amazing because she started ministry when she was very, very little. And we're going to hear the story about it and hopefully feel compelled to follow her steps. And no matter the edge that you uh, want to do good for the work and for uh, the kingdom. So without any further ado, I'm just going to invite my guest to join us right now. And let me see. Yay, Cody. Hi. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here and talk and share my story. Thank you so much for being here. I got um so yes, my name is Cody Neely and I'm a junior at SMU studying business management and sociology. I have loved every every year here at SMU. It just keeps getting better. I love Dallas, um, love the city life. I'm from Houston, so I kind of came from a big city and in another big city and I went to the same private Christian school my whole life um, in Cyprus called Cyprus Christian. And um, yeah, I started Grace Ministry, which is a nonprofit organization based out of Houston. And we just love, love on people and share God's word. That's awesome. So yes, um, I heard about you, you know, through the school because my daughter goes to that school and uh, from your awesome mom, because she was actually a guest on my show a few weeks ago. And, you know, I hear a lot uh, about uh, Grace Ministries and here and there. And then I was like, 
somebody told me she's like yeah they she wrote a book and i'm like wait what how old is she again <laughs> and uh so i started kind of stalking you looking and i actually got my book <laughs> <laughs> and it's a uh, beautiful i was reading it during carline yeah uh can you tell us a little bit about that um you know how you started your ministry what is it about and then the book and all the things you're doing yes of course so grace ministry began um officially back in 2013 and i was a couple years before that, before it became an official nonprofit, I was about seven years old. I was in first grade and I really did not understand the concept of homelessness. I didn't understand what people had done that was so wrong or why nobody would help them. And my heart would honestly just break for the people that I saw on the street. I didn't understand why nobody was helping them or where their family was, or I was even mad at our government because I was like, why, why are there people living under a bridge? Like, that doesn't make sense. I was mad at my family because I would be like, mom and dad, like we have an extra room in our house. Like they could come stay with us. And my oh, parents wow. had, to, had to explain to my seven-year-old self that we can't just invite right. all of these strangers. <laughs> right. And I just was so frustrated with them. I didn't understand it. And I um, also around that time, noticed pennies on the ground and how often people walked over them. And I was so excited to go and pick them up when I saw them on the street. And I just didn't understand why no one else was. To me, money was money. And there wasn't really mm -hmm. a difference between a penny and a hundred dollar bill. Um, I now obviously see they're, they are worth different values. But as right. a little girl, I didn't know that. And mm -hmm. I just really felt the Lord um, relating those two things to me and teaching me that like drawing connections between a homeless person and a penny and how often we walk past a penny. We do the same thing with those people, um, who are on the side of the road. And I remember being called to start a ministry called graced based off of Ephesians two eight. And I knew I wanted to use pennies to help the homeless. And those exact points I took to my parents and I was like, okay, mom and dad, I know what I want to do. I want to start a ministry called Graced and use pennies to help the homeless. And they looked at me and they basically said, wow, that's so sweet that you want to help them. Now go play on the playground. Like you're a little girl. That's yeah. adorable. Go play. Yeah. I just remember feeling so like almost defeated because I was like, mm -hmm. what? Like, Why don't they want to mm -hmm. help me? with right. this amazing thing that God's calling me to do. Um, but that's just, I mean, I was so little, so like, I, I get it, <laughs> but at the yeah. same time, like, what, why? Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And I remember asking all of my friends, literally every single one of them and my teachers. And I set up a meeting with my principal at Cypress Christian and I talked to my pastors and my family members, and I asked for pennies for gifts for like four or five Christmases and my birthday wow. and all events. I was just like, I just want pennies. Like God is calling me to gather all the pennies in the world and I want them. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming to school with bags of pennies on my desk or in my locker or, um, I mean, I had hundreds of thousands of pennies at one point. Mm -hmm. and 
it was about fifth grade when I went to my parents or my parents really realized they walked into my room one night and they were like, Cody, what your room is like a penny vault. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like right. how all of this, what is happening? What are you doing with them? And I was like, well, God's calling me to start this ministry. And right. I've been asking you for years and really you're sinning because God has called me to this. And I can't do it on my own. And he gave me all as parents. So like, mm -hmm. you need to help me. Like, why are you sinning? And I just remember them being like, wow, like you're right. I'm She's serious. Yeah. Like she is a determined little girl who fought for this for multiple years. And so we better get her some help. Um, right. And so I remember then we met with a lawyer and I shared with him my goals and my dreams and my story. And he was so supportive. I just remember him looking at me and saying, Cody, like, this is amazing. And you're going to mm -hmm. bless so many people. And I love your heart and I love your mission and I want to help you. Um, so he did all of the work, all of the paperwork and the filing and mm -hmm. everything that I needed to do to be able to have an official 501c3 nonprofit. And he did it for free. Wow. And it was just such an amazing moment in my life where I was like, wow, someone, someone is so supportive of me and excited to help me. And I just loved that. And that really pushed me and made me realize that I'm doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so that was in fifth grade. And ever since then, like we've grown a lot, especially the past three years that I've been, you know, a senior in high school and through college learning things and have just like learned so much. Yeah. And, um, now we have different programs that we really focus on. And one of them is our outreach program where we, we take these graced packs that we make, which are kind of just regular bags with snacks and water bottles and mm -hmm. um, sometimes like sunscreen and deodorant and things like that. And we use them as conversation starters on during outreach. So we'll just hand uh -huh. people a bag and say, hi, like, what's your name? Like, yeah. like, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about your week. Let's talk about something funny. Let's talk about, I don't know, whatever you want to talk mm -hmm. about, but like, I'd love to have a conversation with you and get to know you by your name and story. And um, I love doing that. I love doing outreach. Mm -hmm. I love watching our ambassadors go on outreach and talk with these people um, and just build relationships because that's all what Grace Ministry is about. Um, yeah. And then our ambassador program is a program with, a, we have about 47 um, wow. students ages kindergarten through high school who come together and do service projects for grace ministry. Um, mm -hmm. a minimal, like a, there's a minimum of one event a month that they I have a committee of high school students who put together these events. Mm -hmm. And, um, but sometimes we have more just depending on the month and depending what we have going on Right. and watching these like little like elementary school um, kiddos like come together and make a difference in the community is so powerful. And yeah, the reason I wanted to start the ambassador program is because I, as a little girl wanted to help, but I didn't feel like I had a, I didn't feel like I had a voice or that people were listening to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to be that person for these kids. Like if they have That's an idea, if yeah, they want to do something in the community, like they are not too young to, make a difference. And I like want them to feel heard and I want to support them and whatever that looks like. Um, 
so that's that's our ambassador program and our outreach program wow this is so amazing you know as a former children's pastor i so you know i'm blown away because i've seen it i've seen children that are uh, very you know sure about god's provision and love and the existence just just that starting with that the existence of god and sometimes because adults we're so busy you know we're so busy with life and taking care of children sometimes we dismiss those moments and i am just so glad that you stood up and and you know your parents were very supportive and you, you know i think that um faith it's it's a big factor but when you put action and faith together god will display his glory all over everything that you do right sure. so that is such an amazing story now let me ask you you mentioned the ambassador program how can they get uh, people that want to learn and and get involved um do they just visit your website do they have to apply there are there certain guidelines that they need to follow in order to be part of um as an ambassador Yeah, definitely. So Graced Ministry, um, and it's Graced, yes, with a D, Ministry. Um, we have an ambassador page where you can um, submit like a Google form application. There's a couple questions on there that just asks um, kind of information about you and your relationship with Jesus and how, how you've served in previous roles and if not, what you're excited to learn in a leadership position. Mm -hmm. And that it's a very, really simple application. And then basically you go through the application process and are approved and get to join our team. And it's just an amazing group of kids that we have and students. Do, do they have to be local or can anyone in the United States go to that web page and be part of it? Yes, definitely. I mean, I, you can be anywhere. It's definitely easier if you're local so you can come to the actual events, but if you're not, like we can still figure out ways for you to be involved from afar and collect pennies and talk gotcha. about all the things and still make grace packs. We'll teach you how to make grace packs and distribute them yourself and all of those fun things. So, okay. So now let me ask you about the book. Cause sure. like I was telling you, um, I just loved it. I loved your book and where can they get them? Well, tell us first, what was the, the inspiration is basically you're telling us the story on how you started the ministry, but having a book published written and, and all of the things, what was the process like? And after that, tell us where can we go get it? Yes, definitely. So I grew up um, really struggling in school. I was afraid to speak in my class. I would not read in front of the class. I would, I remember hiding under the librarian's desk on like spelling bee days and speech meet and I would get physically sick. So my dad would have to like come pick me up. And I just, anything to do with me talking in front of a crowd or What? Anything. I know. It's crazy. I <laughs> look at you. <laughs> I would go into the shell and I would just cry and get sick. And it was just yeah. honestly an, like a nightmare. All elementary mm -hmm. school, a lot of elementary school. And um, I went through the learning center um, 
like program at CCS and they found out that I was dyslexic and also had like another reading disorder. And I like started therapy and I went through their discovery program with my therapist, Mrs. Dean for, for like seven years, I did learning therapy and it showed me my confidence. It taught me like how to be successful in school. It taught me all of these things. And I just remember hearing from other like kids and other adults who like weren't supportive that, you know, I was told that I'd never even go to college or get accepted into a college or um, I always wanted to write. I loved writing. I couldn't tell Mm -hmm. my story in front of the class, but I loved writing stories. And I remember being told that like that was never like in my future and I'm dyslexic, so I should just probably not not try. And that just gave me more of a reason to want to write a book and publish it. It's honestly like a big part is just a way to show other kids who are also struggling in school and who also have to like learn how to learn with a learning disability Mm -hmm. that like you are more than capable. And like, I am living proof that I now like public speak and I now have a book and it's, it was hard to hear those things, but like, it just means the world to me now that I'm able to say that, um, just being an encouragement for other kids. So that was one of the reasons, um, for the book. And then another one was because I wanted to just share my story Mm -hmm. and share that, teach kids that they're never too young to make a difference and to not let any adults like dismiss your idea or like, like don't give up. Yeah to stay persistent. And if God's calling you to do something like he will, he will see, like you'll get through it and you will do what he's called you to do. Um, and something that I always like think about is I was the least expected and least equipped person to, for like any of this, to like have a book and to speak (laughs) and all of those things. But like God totally equips who he calls. Like he doesn't call those who are fully ready and fully equipped, but he equips Mm -hmm. who he calls. And um, I just like love sharing that with people and love sharing with kids. They can, they can do it. Right. Um, And so you can buy, like purchase the book on my website. There's a pennies Mm -hmm. from heaven tab and um, yeah. And it'll just ship directly to your house. And um, let me ask you one more thing, because you have a big event coming up. Yes. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, of course. So November 11th, we are having our um, second gala um, to raise $125,000 for our outreach program. And that money will go towards a trailer that we want to take on our outreach days to have um, to let the people we interact with have the availability to shower and change clothes and get served a warm meal. And like, we want to bring those opportunities to them. And so we can take that trailer kind of wherever we go. And that's the main thing we're fundraising for right now. Um, But yeah, the gala is November 11th in Houston. It's actually in Cyprus, but Mm -hmm. um, Cyprus, Texas and I'm just so excited for the event. It's going to be an amazing night. And we have a speaker traveling from who's a SMU professor professor who's coming down 
to speak and his name's Willie Baronet and he has a Netflix documentary and doing this whole homeless project on his own. And so that will be like an amazing opportunity to him speak. And I'd love if any of y'all listening Mm -hmm. wants to come, um, there's also a link on the website for those tickets and it's going to be an amazing faith filled night. Mm -hmm. And also there's going to be an auction, right? Yes. A live and silent auction. Okay. So people can participate uh, starting now or they have to wait until then? Yeah. So we have, um, as we like have items rolled in, there will be opportunities on our ticket selling selling websites Mm -hmm. for that. Um, And you can have like an early look at some of those things that we'll be selling and um, if you have anything that you want to donate for those auctions, that's also a really big ask. And um, $25 gift cards, we're also looking for a lot of those because we're having a, a like gift card penny pool. Um, so, yeah. That's... Friends, you have to watch the whole thing. Please visit the link in the show notes and share it. That is a way you can gather pennies for her ministry. Think of every share you do as a penny. Just one click. There might be someone in your contacts that can join as the ambassador program or one that might be holding a bunch of pennies that can donate. Or better yet, prayer warriors for Cody as she is being the hands and feet of Jesus. Cody is having a big event coming up in November, a gala to gather lots of pennies for a trailer with a shower and kitchen so she can minister on site. She also puts together bags with helpful toiletries and much more. So don't be a rusty penny and check out all you can do to become a shiny one and help one that needs a little buffering. Oh, and one more thing, get your copy of Pennies from Heaven. Super sweet book, so inspiring. You know it, link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.